Welcome to the Upper Deckers Podcast. My name's Drew, along with Derek and Matt. We are at one of our favorite places, the Glass Half Full Taproom Patio at Alamo Draft House in Richardson. Uh, podcasting to you live to tape. Uh, live to tape. I'll edit it, and it'll sound even better. Because you're the producer. You don't want to know how bad this sounds before I edit it. I'm sure it's just pitiful. Yeah. Well... A couple of things to talk about tonight. One, follow us on Twitter at Upper Deckers Pod. Email us at UpperDeckersPod at gmail.com. And tonight on the podcast. And we uh, search us on the podcast app. I just did it for Justin. Yeah. First ones. When you search Upper Deckers, we're, we're, the, first we're the first on iTunes. We're number one on iTunes. Look, yeah. when you when search, you search Upper, Deckers. Upper Deckers, yeah. I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, will you send me a link? And I say, just go on iTunes and search Upper Deckers. We're number one. Don't go on Google and image search No, Upper you can Deckers. do that, too. Always have to, That's yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Google Upper Deckers. Yeah. Didn't we play them in trivia the so, other night? Okay, I got, I got a quick story, though. So we're moving offices um, on Monday, and... Where are y'all going? Like, two exits down. It's like two miles away. It's not far at all. Yeah, it's not very good. efficient. Our lease was up. I, don't ask me. I'm not in charge of this Bigger stuff. building? We're like sharing a building now, but that's not the point. Oh, that's weird. The uh, executives have their own bathroom, you know. And generally, at an office building, the bathrooms do not have the ability to perform the upper decker. But this one, oh, it does. We can upper decker your so office. So my boss says that he's gonna leave one for, leave it for the next tenants. You know, nice upper decker. Talking about you talking about Paul Millar, Phil Miller. Yeah. No, who's my other boss? I didn't want to use his name. In reference to upper deckering somebody, he's not actually going to do it. It's not actually a crime. I mean, I know cops are kind of on a power trip. The did it to Van Cunt. Don't don't come over here with your cop speech. All right, we spent thirty minutes talking about that already, and you're going to power. One of my bucket list items is to give someone the upper deck. I gave my roommate Daryl said logic the upper decker in college. Two weeks. Even. I respect you more now. Two weeks. And I respected you a lot before yeah. this moment. Yeah, I respect I, I you. I used to be your third more. favorite person. Yeah, now it's like second and a half. Right? Tonight Thanks on the a podcast, Majel McGee, Majel Javali. Tonight on the podcast, uh, we'll talk about Cuban defectors in sports. No, no, I'm strong. I have some power rankings for you guys. Uh, we'll have a short visit with Mitch Moreland and. We'll talk about the Rangers making a push for the playoffs, but starting things off, let's <laughs> go into the news. Matt. Uh, what, what was I going to talk about? Late night television. No. <laughs> Power move. Don't even Power try that. move. <laughs> so, I've got David balls, Letterman. Got that, wait, the, this, this Power <laughs> move brought to you by Seth. Seth. Seth Good. Power move. Uh, no, Seth I want to talk about ice cream. You scream. We all scream. For Brahms. There is no we ice cream but Bluebell ice cream. There is no ice cream in Brahms. Nah, we went to Brahms recently. Remember that little girl hated you? Oh, Death Stare? <laughs> yeah. That, that she was like bitch. looking at Matt like... That little bitch. Oh, shit. That was... I don't, I don't want... I don't... I don't want... Yeah, so Drew, did we tell you that story? No, go so, ahead. Okay, so I, I paid... Derek and I each got a double dip cone. Actually, I think Derek got a single dip cone. No, I got a double dip no, cup. Double dip. Derek got no, a double dip, dip cup. cone? No, he got a double dip cup because he didn't like the cone. F cone. He doesn't like it when people hand him things. No, I don't like it when ice cream... You get less when it's in a cone. No, you I don't, don't think so, man. They pile that, they I just pile think it's that crap And then it's like, it's no, more it's complicated. It's I can be like, oh, shit. Did you ever once it's see me do that? Down. I never did that. 
Revin and I like eating it with spoons. Sorry. Whatever, man. I like spoons. I think that's and spooning. I, so I know both of those. Are you the little spoon or the big spoon? Always middle spoon. I mean, I like both. You're gonna make me pick a little, duh. Right. It's more secure. I'm a human. It's more secure. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we go to Brahms, and we had paid cash for both of our double dips. Oh, so it was a date. Kind of, yeah. It was after trivia. Yeah, it was like an after date. It was like a, hey, before and we And now go- we know Latif lives over there, so we'll yeah. invite him next time. Yeah, it's going to be a threesome. But it's more like we don't want this night to end, so let's continue it by going to Brahms. Well, and we 10, thought of getting ice cream here, but then we're like, let's... But it was already closed, and they had an employee meeting... And so we were like, let's just go to Brahms because it's close. That's always a good plan is to extend the night with ice cream or frozen yogurt or... or sex. Sex. Pillow talk. I, I'm not big on pillow talk. Yeah, you are. I'm not. Vandalism? <laughs> yeah, you are. Love vandalism. Yep. Love a good double date vandalism. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When I, yeah. When I uh, lived, well, there's four bricks that went through this one window. When I lived it's in called London, teamwork. When I lived in London, it was three of us guys in one room. We had bunk beds and another single bed. And the, the there was like 14 girls all in these other two rooms. They made fun of us for our pillow talk we had every night. So we'd go to bed all at the same time. Oh, well, it's like a slumber party when you're. That's a the kid. point of having roommates. I remember when I Drew. I remember when Drew. I remember when Drew and I. Drew would like sleep over at the house, or I'd sleep over at your house, or whatever it was. And like you go to bed and you're like, Drew, are you asleep? No. No, are you asleep? Are you asleep? No. Yeah. And then we'd hang each other, and then it's fine. <laughs> Four what does that mean? Huh? What does that mean? It's it's French for... You play uh, hangman. It's right? French for pong. Pog. <laughs> oh, okay. Pog. Pog, yeah. It's French for pong. All right, can we get back to the news? Uh, yeah, so we were at Bronx. <laughs> and I and we were like, I wish we had some Bluebell. I wish we had Bluebell right now, but... Anyway, to finish the Brahms story, it's like you guys trying to get me off this Brahms story. So I paid for both of our double dips... In the news is just and like it was this. like four and it was like four dollars, so I gave the lady a ten dollar bill, and Leticia, and it, it's not racist. Her name was Leticia, and so that's she gave me Lequifa. That's gross. Good God. She gave me so it was like four. It was like four twenty one. Okay, uh, which is your birthday. Nice. Nice. So she gave me like five dollars and then a bunch of coins. And I don't like coins. And I don't like when people just put coins in my hand because I can't see if they're dirty or scrunchy or not. I like if they put them on the table, I can just grab them at, you know, I'm going to leave pennies. So she hands them to me and I said, do you guys have a tip jar? And she was like, well, you can just give it to that Leticia if you want. And I was like, I, I don't. Want. <laughs> he turns and I just turn, turns it and just drops. I just turned and dropped. I held on to the cash, but I just turned and dropped it. And I was like, I don't want. And not like I laid it down. I just, I literally just turned my hand over. From how many feet up off the counter? I don't. Good foot, right? Seven. Seventeen inches. feet above the yeah. Seven inches. But I was like, those I, coins are balanced. But it's real awkward. I was just like, I don't want. And I couldn't even talk in the. Movie. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't. I was too flustered. Uh, but anyway, Brahms is shitty ice cream. It's not which, shitty. It's just, it's just not as high It's quality. second it's rate. Not, it's second rate to uh, Bluebell, which uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I would take a risk of getting Listeria to eat to have eaten Bluebell over the past three what months. What is Listeria? Yes. I don't know. It's I that think lady that lives on Listeria Lane. Isn't that a song by Phoenix? That's, yeah. 
That's right. That's the same one. Yep. So Listeria. anyway, Bluebell's, Bluebell's coming back. Uh, the plant in Alabama has started. They got cleared of all the Listeria hijinks. Yeah. So they started making Bluebell. So apparently it's on its way back to Texas. Did you know they what? Said, two like, flavors. By September. What? They only did Home, two Homemade flavors. vanilla and Dutch, and, chocolate. and Dutch chocolate. Dutch chocolate. Yeah. All that, they should have just made double homemade vanilla. Well, I think they could have made vanilla bean. No. Cookies and cream, bro. Cook, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not vanilla bean. So I I want to talk about this for a second. I think this is a good story. I'm sorry to ruin the, in the news. You're taking way too long. But I just want to, I want to talk about the ice creams that I've had to eat over the past summer. Go. Okay. So I had dryers. Not good. I had dryers. Dude, dryer, dryers is terrible. Dryers is horrible. Then I had briars. Not horrible, but it was better than dryers. Okay. Then I had. uh, Then I had the the Tonight Show. Yeah. The the Tonight Dough. That's pretty good. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's is not tricked up. Ben and Jerry's. The only things I don't like about Ben and Jerry's is is there's too much stuff going on. Yeah. It's tricked up. And if you could buy it in a gallon or a half gallon or whatever. That'd be fine, but to have it in like one little nah, Ben and Jerry's like a special occasion thing because it is yeah. so like weird. You get so much stuff in it. You, you just get, want legit ice cream. You get like snails in there. Yeah, right. So then I had Yumalicious yogurt, which there's not a lot that beats Froyo, but Bluebell still does. Uh, obviously Brahms. Froyo with a little rum. I never tried it. But that sounds delicious. Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, and then I had what's that? Rumpelstiltskin. What's that generic one that like Kroger makes? No idea. Like premium select. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's premium select ice cream, and you know sometimes you have to Was like microwave your spoon or whatever to like get ice cream out. Yeah. Like premium select comes off in slices. Slices. Yeah, like you can't even get a uh, like a, a good spoon well, the, out of it. All the it's premium like a ice cream comes out like that. Oh, does it? Yeah. Comes out in sheets of ice. Yeah, when you get premium ice cream. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So yeah, the, the best was obviously the Tonight Show. And Brahms. Damn right. Uh, Brahms wasn't bad. It was more the company and the crazy chick, that the crazy like two-year-old that stared at She hated me. Lionel, Lionel Messi's little sister. Lionel Messi's little sister. Just yeah. staring Matt down like... Just a horrible, horrible... Why the F are you here? Yeah. I think we were also the only white people there. We were. Not, but there Which were, Brahms was Very this? diverse Brahms. Very diverse. Was it the one by my house? No. No, it's the one by my house. It's at uh, like Buckingham. 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 What did you say to me? Buckingham and Centennial. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, there yeah. is Middle Eastern. Yep, had a couple of Arabs. Whoa. African Americans. Yep, had a couple. There was Latinos, and there was us. Yeah. Asians? No Asians. They don't. Well, no, like... no, one Asian. Yeah. And the guys in front of us in line were like Turkish or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were kind of weird. Speaking of Turkey, Bob Ortigal. I don't think so. Is retiring. You guys know Bob Ortigal, right? Big turkey sandwich lover. Longtime color man for the uh, Mavericks broadcast. That's black. Coach Ortigal. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Cha-Ching the Maverick Moneyball? No, that wasn't him. Oh. You're not talking about Dave Shore? No. Dave Shore? Dave Shore, a big friend of mine. Look at the tits on that. Good God. (laughs) Good God, dude. Is that cow? <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Some good milk in the- <laughs> I'm an almond milk kind of guy. God! 
I think I'm gonna do an almond milk taste test for our next podcast. <laughs> I'm in. Good lord, put those things away. Okay, so we shouldn't have let Matt have the seat where he can see people walking. In. Just blinders, yeah. Matt. Blinders. No, he has to blindfold me. You can't put me around. People. Yeah, look at the tees on there. <laughs> That how I sound? Yeah. Like an, like an old yes. hillbilly? Yes, that's exactly how you sound. Well, down. look at those titties on that thing. Well, Bob Ward will go retired. Remind me of a good Back to you, Darren. Is that it? That's it, because Matt took half the show uh, talking about Bob. Right, R.I.P. Bob. R.I.P. <laughs> He's not dead. R.I.P. Speaking of dead people, I guess just John, last week, John Stewart died. John Stewart died. <laughs> No, Let, he just Letterman re- died. He just retired. Jay Leno's dead. Jay Leno's dead. Uh, Craig Turd Ferguson is dead. Yeah. Uh, tonight Show. Tonight Show Conan O'Brien dead. Tonight though. No. But yes, there's been a lot of shakeup in our uh, late night TV offerings over the last year. Started with Leno. Retiring and Jimmy Fallon moves to the Tonight Show, and Seth Meyers took his place on Late Night. Which Seth Meyers not bad. Yeah, I, I kind of like. Then we had Goofy at first. We but. had the announcement by Letterman. Yep. And then Colbert left Colbert Report to take over that show. Yep. And then we've had Larry Wilmore take over. Who's the British guy? The uh, yeah, yeah. Craig and Ferguson. Then Ferguson is out, and uh, James Cordron. Not Cord- bad either. Cordron. Cordron. Corbin. Corbin Blue. Co- Cobra. Cordry. And now. No. no, that's Rob Cordry. Yeah, that is Rob Cordry. Which would be great on And him. now, John Stewart has died. So Trevor Noah, a South African guy, is taking over. I saw him on the Tonight Show, and I, I'm skeptical. Yeah, we'll see. He's a young guy. He's gonna have a different, you know, voice and different take. But Colbert. Colbert premieres here in like a, a month or so, right? September, it's be, yeah, mid, mid-September. It's going to be and weird George, seeing him not in character. His first guest, yeah. his first show will be Clunes, uh, Jeb, and Kendrick Lamar. Interesting. Very yep. interesting. Yep. So, did you watch The Daily Show growing up, Matt? I mean, did no, you? No, I, I, I didn't. You know, I, he's been on for, what, 16 years now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that, that was what, 99? We just, we were, we were about to go into, shut up. We were about to get into high school. And uh, I, I never really got into that. I, I, I pretty much just watched Sports Center back then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I burned out on the Sports Center a little earlier than you did. Yeah. And so I started looking elsewhere for things. And there was a period there during uh, during high school where. I was a Daily Show P1. I mean, I watched it before I went to bed every night. Yeah. That's how I got my news. I don't know. It's kind of interesting that, like, you know, a lot of people our age uh, really got into it, and it was a entertaining way to consume important news. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it hit our generation. That's the only reason our generation votes right now is because of John Stewart. I mean, there's some other reasons. Reasons probably but that's a big one. I mean, that's huge. He, I mean, my mom would yell at me if I did. So. <laughs> well, that's true. If nothing else, he established. You, he kind of established that news can be entertaining, and it's yeah. not like today in Washington. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. Was that was that a Walter Cronkite <laughs> impression? No, I would never. Peter Jennings. 
I heard, isn't I Brian Williams? Dan Rather. Brian Williams' suspension yes. is up this week, right? It is. Next it, week. They, they offered him, like, a copy editor yeah, position like or, something. or something. Yeah, <laughs> He and Grooves are going to be Technical really director. Yeah. <laughs> I believe a uh, former Mizzou grad has taken over his job. So. Is that right? That sure didn't go to Wake Forest. Put that, yeah, put that in the suck it bucket. Yeah, Gatscar did not go to Wake Forest CBS. All right, well, that's... Uh, Dave Loffenberg. That's Loffenberg. in the news. Coming up next on the Upper Neckers podcast, I've done a little bit of research, and we're going to discuss Cuban defectors and, Cuban? and other sports defectors. That's next. Keep it right here. In order to research, do you have to search first? On the Upper Deckers podcast. Maybe one last time. Uh, maybe a little. Uh, if you want to. Maybe a little camera three. <laughs> Bullshit is everywhere. There is very little that you will encounter in life that has not been in some ways infused with bullshit. Not all of it bad. Your general day-to-day organic free-range bullshit is often necessary. <laughs> or at the very least innocuous. Oh, what a beautiful baby. <laughs> I'm sure he'll grow into that head. <laughs> that kind of bullshit in many ways provides important social contract f- fertilizer. and keeps people from making each other cry all day. But then there's the more pernicious bullshit, your premeditated institutional bullshit designed to obscure and distract. Designed by whom? The bullshitocracy. It comes in three basic flavors. One, making bad things sound like good things. Organic, all-natural cupcakes. Because factory-made sugar oatmeal balls doesn't sell. Patriot Act, because Are you scared enough to let me look at all your phone records act? Doesn't sell. So whenever something's been titled Freedom, Family, Fairness, Health, America, take a good long sniff. Chances are it's been manufactured in a facility that may contain traces of bullshit. (laughs) Number two. The second way, hiding the bad things under mountains of bullshit. Complexity. You know, I would love to download Drizzy's latest Meek Mill disc. Everyone promised me that that made sense. But I'm not really interested right now in reading Tolstoy's iTunes agreement. So I'll just click agree, even if it grants Apple prima nocte with my spouse. Here's another one. Simply put, banks shouldn't be able to bet your pension money on red. Bullshitly put, It's (laughs) It's <laughs> Dodd Frank. <laughs> hey, a handful of billionaires can't buy our elections, right? Of course not. They can only pour unlimited anonymous cash into a 501c4 if 50% is devoted to issue education. Otherwise, they'd have to 501c6 it or funnel it openly through a non-campaign coordinating super PAC with a quarter. I think they're asleep now. We can sneak out. <laughs> Finally, it's the bullshit of infinite possibility. These bullshitters cover their unwillingness to act under the guise of unending inquiry. We can't do anything because we don't yet know everything. We cannot take action on climate change until everyone in the world agrees gay marriage vaccines won't cause our children to marry goats who are going to come for our guns. Until then, I say teach the controversy. Now, the good news is this. 
Bullshitters have gotten pretty lazy, and their work is easily detected. And looking for it is kind of a pleasant way to pass the time. Like an I spy of bullshit. So I say to you tonight, friends, the best defense against bullshit is vigilance. So if you smell something, say something. <laughs> Welcome back to the Upper Deckers Podcast. I'm here with Drew and Derek. No. Uh, Day-Rick. I'm, I'm here with Day-Rick and D-Rue. That's right. Because we're straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Ooh, those yeah. are some flashing lights over there. Yeah, the popos. MF and name Ice Cube. I don't know the rest. I'll be Easy e If you be Ice Cube, I'll be Easy e You're Dr. Dre. Yeah. The police. Because yeah, Dre you're, is almost oh, Drew. And he's the producer. And he thinks he's a doctor. True. Of these rhymes. Good yeah, God. Okay, you're, you're fired. Out. Yeah, you're out. You're fired. You can be Paul Giamatti now. You're Paul Giamatti, yes. And the Blue Ranger. Don't get it. Okay, I don't want to get He'll started on that. All right, uh, so as you just heard, the, uh, the Daily Show clip of Jon Stewart's last show. Uh, we're going to get into now Cuban defectors in sports and, you know, just things about Cuba. Yeah. I mean, there's really, One, two, to be honest, not a lot out there. Because one thing that I found in my research is that... Can kind of say how this started? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... I, I can... Okay. So obviously the... Uh, well, I'm not going to say obviously. Uh, last month, the... Gold Cup, which is a tournament of CONCACAF, which is Central America, North America, soccer. and the Caribbean. It's a soccer tournament. And Cuba was participating. Cuba was participating. It was took place here in the U.S. And by the time the U.S. played Cuba in the first round of the knockout stage, they didn't have enough players to fill a full squad because a couple were injured. But the majority that were not there had defected. There were actually five who defected. Okay, that there were five who defected. So Drew and I sort of got to talking about what what do these guys? I mean, I understand the process of them defecting, but sort of what happens next. And so Drew decided he was going to kind of look into it, and we'd have a you know a discussion here. And then so Drew's done his research. Yeah, yeah. So I did some research on this topic, and it is an interesting topic to me. I kind of looked all over the place trying to figure out what are these guys doing now? Uh, what about the successful attempts to defect? What about the unsuccessful uh, attempts to defect? And one thing that I, that I really kind of zeroed in on is those who stay don't talk about those who left. So if you want to get an opinion from Cuba, quote-unquote, from the revolution, which is kind of what they, how they refer to themselves, uh, you're not going to get it. Um, the Pan Am games... Why is, why is that? Are they trying to protect or are they mad at? Well, I mean, they're kind of... You, you don't want to be here? Well, you don't exist to us. Okay, so they're mad at us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, they're, they're going against their quote-unquote revolution, right? So, um, for example, uh, the Pan Am Games were in Canada this last summer. I guess this last month. Yeah. Uh, 
And there were quite a few defectors from the baseball team, from women's soccer, from a couple of other things. And they uh, they were asking for quotes from some of the players who had defected, and they they all kind of deferred to their manager. And the manager said, essentially, it's our right not to talk about them because they commit they committed treason basically that's kind of that's that's the perspective of those who who stay um so that's that's but but it's mostly athletes that are leaving right well or is it most is it because that's the ones you hear about is it the ones we hear about or is that because they're the ones that have a skill set that allows them to leave that's the other thing no they just have the opportunity yeah because i'm saying like because well that's that's what he means by the skill set the skill set that they have gives them the opportunity. Yeah, because yeah. The only- they either get to travel here or right. any, any different country. Because I know with Alexi Ogando, former Rangers pitcher, he left, came in, and then all of a sudden had all kinds of issues. Had to go back, fill out, you know, do it the right, whatever it was. Yeah. But whatever that time frame is, nobody talks about. But uh, I know there's always some kind of issue with how they get here. And so this is this is actually not something that's new or uh, only applied to Cuba, okay? Because there were a number of defectors from from Russia, from communist Russia, uh, when, I mean, they basically weren't allowed to leave, so during well, the Olympic Games, they left, you yeah, know? Yeah, and sa- same with, with Ogando. He's Dominican, but the same idea. They weren't right. allowed to go anywhere back then. Exactly. Chinese so, would ch- try it, but they suck at sports. So. Yeah. So, so, so gymnastics. They are. So, so, so some interesting thirty and tiny. Some interesting things to think about here is one you you really don't hear any uh, huge success stories from from Cuban quote unquote defectors because I gave you I gave you the the those who stayed side of the story uh, that's basically no comment right uh, the other side of the story is we're not defectors. We are just exercising our freedom to move about the world as as we see fit. So they don't they don't think that they're defecting or you know saying I'm not part of this anymore. They're just saying I'm being free, right? But the thing is, is that there are just not many multi-million dollar earners who defected, right? The great majority of these people, is, and and I'm. I'm talking in terms of athletes because that's sort of the way that, that everything is slanted. The great majority of these athletes are playing on the most minor of league athletics teams that that exist, or they're out of sports altogether. So are they not taking... I mean, clearly those soccer... Cuba's not a soccer powerhouse. They don't have great soccer players. Are those guys not taken care of in any way? Um, well, but, I that's, mean, that's sort of what surprises me when you hear about it, especially like you're on the national soccer team. I feel like you probably get some type of preferential treatment. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and you do when you stay, but it's not as much. I mean, it's just being it's, just a nobody in the U.S. is better than that. Yeah, I, th- that's what it basically comes down to: is being a nobody in the U.S. or Canada is better than that, and and it, it's it's yeah, kind Canada. of. It, the culture yeah. is kind of, of an expectation, right? So, if you're a good athlete, uh, the way that the way that they think about you is you're a good athlete because we gave you all these resources as you were growing up and training to become a good athlete. So you should give back to Cuba. 
So it's and like so, a sentence. Not necessarily. They're, they're, like they're they, an athletic it's soldier. It's like they expect something from you almost. We're pouring all of these the resources into you. You it's like you, go you, perform. You wouldn't be this without us. Right. So, so it's like 1980 USSR. Yeah, 60s exactly. exactly. Now what is the US's reaction to these people? Do we just let them kind of chill here? I mean, okay, so... Um, I kind of looked at, the, at this from two perspectives. One is the U.S., where basically they end up just getting a work visa, and they stay here and work. And as long as they're so the U.S. is cool about it. As long as they're working, then it's I mean, and they're not getting in trouble. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, Canada has a little bit more restrictions to that. You have to have a like. A, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you have to have like a trade or something, and so. You hoser. Go but, back to Cuba, you hoser. But back to my point about... Really hacky. Back to my point about these guys not really uh, hitting the highest level of athletics. We're talking about guys who, at the uh, I mean, at the best, they're playing like third-level U.S. soccer, or they make it into the minor leagues in baseball, and that's about it. They're career minor leaguers making basically minimum wage, but they choose that over staying in Cuba. The flip side of so that... what you're saying, though, that's a better option, though, right? To them, it is. Well, yeah, and you've got, of all the Cuban defectors that have come and played baseball, the first one was 1980. I had his name here a second ago. Uh, but, so... Yes. Pablo Hernandez. Nope. Barbaro... Barbaro Garby. I wasn't even close. Yeah, 1980. But then it is didn't, that a horse? I think so, yeah. It's a triple crown winner out of Cuba. Real nice. Yeah. Uh, but then it didn't really start getting popular until the early 90s. A little bit of a drop-off. And over the last eight years, it's been consistent. There's just an influx of Cuban defectors. Right. But you're right. I didn't even... Because you hear about the Yasiel Puigs and the Araldis Chapmans and Leonis yeah, Martins. you hear about the big ones. Yeah. You hear about those guys, but like Jose Fernandez and all these guys. But I'm looking at a list here, and there's 120 of these athletes that have come over since 1980. And this is just baseball. And that's and, and that's the guys who stick in the minor leagues. What I was going to mention is a great number of them end up coming, fizzling out in whatever sport they wanted to play and becoming carpenters or, yeah, you know, whatever. They, they, they interviewed a guy from Canada who is a carpenter, and he still loves Cuba, and he came out to cheer for them at the Pan Am games. But All right, how was, does a Cuban... Re- how does he handle living in Canada? It's a pretty big climate change. It, it is what it is, man. I just go grab a couple so, of blankets or grape leaves, uh, and you just roll up real tight. Okay. So one other thing... Like a cigar. One other thing that I found uh, actually really interesting is that there is an issue, and there have been some pretty serious issues with agents going in... Asians? Agents oh. going into a Cuba... Seal? And helping and helping these guys out of Cuba, basically, like paying their way out, and then these guys are kind of beholden to the agent at that point. So it's like kind of an indentured servitude thing. Yeah. So there's there's a there's an interesting it's story. Investing. There was an interesting story, and I I saw that it was on MLB Network, and they did kind of a not a docu documentary, but uh, but they they mentioned a couple of Phillies players who were defectors, and they were trying to make the club out of spring training. And they talked about it, how they invested like a million and a half dollars on this kid, uh, or one of these kids. And it's like, hey, if he doesn't make the big leagues this year, you know, I've lost money. 
and yep. turns out he didn't make it, but he made it like a year later. So it's not a huge deal, right? But he ends up signing a contract and gets a deal. But yeah, you're right. They're spending millions of dollars to get these people out of Cuba. And, and do you know who they're spending that money with? No. Basically, the drug trade. Nice. So there, so it's 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 basically human trafficking. Yep. Into a sport. And it, and it's agents that are doing that, and some of them have gotten agents. Caught. Agents. Oh. And some of them have not. Now, I'll, I want to end on this, and up till this point, we've kind of just talked about okay, these guys are playing sports, and they get out of a bad situation, and they maybe make it or they maybe don't, but in the end, they kind of have a better life. Yeah. And one thing that I did want, that I didn't really think about, that I that I did want to mention is that there are quite a few female athlete defectors as well, and females in Cuba apparently have it pretty bad yeah i can imagine it's, yeah. a, it's a very sexist culture yeah. there's a lot of just like i do what i want if you will um oh and, gross and so yeah and and so a lot of females have gotten out and then you know they get and, and so that, that's kind of a good thing uh well yeah but you also got to think about this it may be even machismo come, culture you know huh machismo culture just like yeah but even if those guys come here, those women or whoever comes here, their road here was tough. And even in America, if they don't make it as an athlete or whatever, and they're just building houses or doing whatever, yeah, that's not great. But if they have children in our country, their children are automatically U.S. citizens, and therefore their lives become better than their parents. That's true. And, and I think that's the biggest deal. And that, that's the fight that we had with Mexico for years. Yeah. You know, with all this illegal immigration, people coming into our country, having kids here, and we, you know, have to send the parents home. Well, this is, you know, now we're talking about the Cubans. And then, uh, last but not least... Mark, Mark and, and Bar- Bar- Barbaro Garbet. Speaking of Mark Cuban and sharks, uh, if you're not an Nobody athlete... mentioned sharks. I, I'm getting there. If you're not an athlete, the way that you're getting to the U.S. is get on a raft shark attacks are real shark Wait, they ride sharks yes cubans on, can ride sharks on tornadoes oh my god if you could ride sharks i would them. sign an i would i would if i was an asian i would sign a cuban who could ride a shark god. all right coming up after a short comedy sketch about cubans hey how interesting is that i have uh, a new episode of Power Rankings. Go, go, Power Rankings. Right here on the Upper Deckers Podcast. Stick with us. Tomorrow I'm going to move. Yeah, man. I've been traveling ever. It's crazy. Dude, I just got back from South Florida. And that shit is, they, they party hard. Like, they're, like, they don't, and they're, they never don't party. And, by the way, everybody's Cuban. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, even if you're not Cuban, you're kind of, you're secretly Cuban there. You know what I mean? Like... Even tall, white, blonde dudes will trick the shit out of you, right? Like, you'll be like, oh, pardon me. You'll be like, that's okay. How's it going, my friend? How are you? <laughs> Bet you thought I was Swedish or some shit. No, no, no. <laughs> In their head, always. Just get, 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 Cubans love being Cuban. You'll never meet, for real, you'll never meet a Cuban and they'll re- you'll be like, hey, are you Cuban? And they'll react like this. Yes, I am Cuban. 
Just kidding. Get, 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 jokes on you. Dude. I got lost down there in Miami. By the way, don't ever ask a Cuban for directions unless you want to have the best time of your life. I got lost. I was like, hey, man, how do I get to where I'm supposed to go? He goes like this. This is what I want you to do, my friend. Come this way. Come this way. My friend, come this way. I'm going to tell you which way to go so we have the same eye line. Come closer. Come closer to me. I want you close to me. Come closer. I want you close. I was fucking right here. I want you closer than that. I want you so close. If you were any closer, you would be me. That's how close I want you. Come here. This is how we're going to do this. Okay? This is how we're going to do this. Come closer. Come closer. Here's how we're going to do it. Got you. Okay, look. What? No, I'm not going to kiss you. Come this way. Okay, this is how we're going to do this. Okay? This is how we're going to do it. All right? Okay? All of us. Okay, imagine. This is what I want you to do. Okay? Imagine we are here. You got to imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine you are here. <laughs> Imagine, he keeps saying imagine we are here. Like, hey, yo, dude, you don't have to imagine we are here. We fucking are here. No, but you gotta imagine. I want you to imagine into my eye. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> imagine we are here. Okay, this is how we're gonna do. We're gonna start out right away. We're gonna do this way, okay? Bang, that's how we're gonna start. Bang. We're gonna start this way. Bang. Okay, and then all of us hold it. We're gonna go this way. Bang. That's how we're gonna do. Okay, bang and then bang. That's how we're gonna do. Bang and for three blocks, bang, bang, bang. At the end of the third block, we're gonna go this way. Bang. That's how we're gonna do. Okay, then two more blocks, bang, bang, and then all of us hold it. Bang. That's how we're gonna do. Hey, every direction was bang. I didn't know what the fuck. I was like, okay, bang, 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 bang. Are we fucking the whole way there? Like I don't know. Yes. You better believe we're going to fuck the, the whole way there. I'm gonna fuck you the whole way there. Uh, welcome back to the Overneggers Podcast. I am Derek, along with Matt and the dude wearing his hat sideways. That would be Drew. Also rocking the Tyron Smith t-shirt jersey. Yeah. As it is Thursday night here, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys preseason is kicked off. That was cute. Matt. No. I don't, I don't burp Matt? like that. I have manly burps. That was a because you had to lean into the mic on that one, and Matt and I share a mic. Yep. And if he did that, he probably would have headbutted me. Sometimes so. we share beers also. Beards? Beards. Yeah. We share a beard. They, they get that woven together beat. like Velcro. Yeah, like we're Siamese twins, but only by body hair. <laughs> <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> yeah, only facial hair. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm Jose, and this is my brother, Jose B. Good God, you are racist. All right, we'll walk away for a little bit. Think I about, gotta re- think about I, what you said. Re- I gotta recoup. Can we get to my go-go power ring? I mean, I would introduce them, but I have absolutely no idea what they're about. So, yeah, let's get right into the power rankings. Yeah, what a segue into power rankings. We have no idea what it is. Well, Derek always holds it back from us uh-huh. when he has No, he at least gives us the topic. He just doesn't tell us what the rankings are. I told Derek what they were earlier. He didn't t- I asked you, I said, what are your power rankings? And you go, you'll see. I told Derek that. earlier. Oh, that's a late hit. 
Alright, I, I decided to uh, take on the task. The very tough task. Let's get really loud, everyone. Just, uh, Can we interview some of these people and see how straight out of Compton was? Uh, yeah. You want to? Oh, Alright, go ahead. Nah, I'm over. Uh, I'm going to power rank the late night food choices. Oh, man. Pretzels? Late night food like, choices. Like, what are we talking about? Like, fast this, food choices or, this, like, just shit you find in your freezer? This could include anything that you find in your freezer, make, wow. make it home, or pick up fast food. I'm sorry, but when I'm drunk, I am not... Oh, you're, ta- you're not talking about specifically drunk. You could be high, you could be drunk, you could be tired, you could have been studying. High on that bobo. You could have been... Uh, <laughs> on that loud. Smoking some matchbox. Smoking matchbox, getting all up in that loud. Playing real big bets. All right, so how do you guys want to do this? I don't. You're the expert. Do I start at one? No, you no. definitely don't start at one. Yeah, all let's right. start at the best God. and get worse. All right, so Were think you born yesterday. Think in terms of He's born on a day. Think in terms of yeah, you come home late at night. What will you eat? What do you want to eat? Number ten. I Alpo. did ten. I did a top ten. These are these are not official go go power ranking. Just so everybody knows. Why not? Like because this Drew. is your this is your maiden voyage. This is like the premium select. I yeah. a minor bluebell. This is like sliced ice cream. You're like right dryers. Now. <laughs> you're, you're sliced ice cream right now. <laughs> because the the beauty of mine. Because everyone powering stuff. Mine are comprehensive. And you pick something that you can't be comprehensive on, which is commendable on your part. But I give you the benefit of the doubt. I think Whataburger's on the top of this list. And Whataburger's number one. Let's go. Get away. All right, number 10. Cereal. Any kind of cereal, including... Captain Crunch! Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Lucky Charms. Captain Crunch. Life Cereal. Special K. Oh my god. Raisin Bran. Special K. Shredded wheat. Honey nut Cheerios. No, okay. Gotta get that honey you lost nut. Me. No. You lost <laughs> me on cereal, first of all. No, cereal. Do you know how much work goes in? Okay, how many times do you get home late? Right? Yeah, what you are you can't usually doing? What are you usually doing when you get home late? Boozing. Usually boozing, right? How many times have you actually been able to pour milk into cereal? You don't have to have milk. You just eat it out of the. Okay, now you're, okay, now you're just out of your now mind. That was. That was the worst thing you've ever said in your life. You're just batshit crazy now. That's why it's number 10. Chill. It shouldn't even be on the damn list if you're not going to have milk in it. I can name 10 fast food joints. No, no. Better I'm than okay that. with cereal. I'm not okay when you start getting into Special K and shredded wheat. I just don't care. And like, I just don't care what kind of cereal, cereal you like. What about Doritos? Doritos pops, you gotta have milk. my pops. Corn pops, acceptable. If you want to talk about cereal, you gotta be talking sugary as hell cereal. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is allowed. Tricks. Honey Nut okay. Cheerios. Gotta get that allowed. Honey Nut. I'll go allow Honey Nut. Frosty Definitely flakes. not regular. Late night. No, not regular. Late what about Frosty Flakes? All right, number nine. Number nine. What? A, wait, I want. What about Reese's Puffs? Yes. Okay. Number They're nine. Frankenberries. Okay, shut up now. I love Matt. It. No matter what, the answer is yes. Any what about kind of generic, ten-pound bag, random <laughs> never had cereal. That if you eat half of it in one sitting, yes. Yeah, he does get the big ass yeah. freaking Sarah Marshall bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. What's number nine? Number nine, and this is more than just the food that you're gonna ge- get. It's the experience. Oh, it's a Waffle House. Taco C. <laughs> that was a good guess, <laughs> right? Taco Waffle C. House just wait. House. Just wait on Waffle House. Taco here. Cabana. Taco C. Nah, too fancy. 
What do you want? If they serve anything on a skillet, it's way too fancy. Yeah, dude. Taco Bueno. Bueno's not open late night. Oh, then... So Taco C it is. Hey, what's ah. that? What's Cafe Brazil? Aren't they open 24-7? Never, never been, but yeah, sure. It's pretty good, man. Number eight. Right? I have a craving for like a waffle right now. Who's talking right now? Oh. Number eight. Pizza. Cold? You could you could order pizza or you could eat it cold. Only number eight? Yes. Wow. Wow. I can't wait to see number eight. I, I disagreed heavily with nine and ten, but eight is finally pizza. something that you, should you, be on the list. You piqued my interest, but I think it's too low. I do uh, you'll see. Too. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you ordering this from? I'm going to get it from Domino's. All right, good. Uh, Domino's is acceptable. If you would have said Papa John's, you would have had to end the podcast. And, it, yeah. and, and here's no, the like thing. No, like forever. Yeah, I know. I agree. Like, Papa John's. What? Yeah. Sorry, who's that talking? She's the Pradri. 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 Now, the rest of these, some of them get plus points for the experience, okay? So, number seven is IHOP slash Waffle House. Boil? <laughs> mouthfeel? Is that who you're ranking these? Not mouthfeel. IHOP slash Waffle, Waffle House. House for sure. Because Waffle House, you get to do some people watching. Can I tell? A, can I tell a quick Waffle House story? Oh, yes, go. No, he doesn't have a quick Waffle I just, House. This is just a quick Waffle House. I got so many. I'm 12 years old. Okay, this is wow, my first. Okay. This is a young Waffle House. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my first Waffle House experience. Uh, I'm 12 years old. It was mine. You can drink it. 12 years old, my mom and I go to this Waffle House. It's uh, Spring Valley and, uh, uh, what is that, Sherman or Adelia or whatever that is? Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, so, we go over to the, to the Waffle House, and we're like, hey, let's go breakfast at Waffle House. And I was like, all right. And it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. It's a, it's a Sunday morning. It's a church morning. And so we're, it's right before we went to St. Paul. And so we're at Waffle House. We're eating. And then this naked woman just walks into the restaurant. That's awesome. I, that happens every night at Waffle House. She just walks into the restaurant and she goes, I think I left my keys here. <laughs> Wait, you check your pockets, lady? And I immediately I immediately looked whoa, at my whoa, mother. Whoa, 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 whoa. I immediately looked at my mother and said I immediately looked at my mother and said, Damn. <laughs> Look at your titties. Nice. <laughs> 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 yep. No, I immediately looked at my mom. You think she went, wants to go to Hotel Bat? <laughs> she wants to go to Dick City. I immediately looked at my mom and went, I bet I can help her find her keys. And then she slapped the Grounded for a week. Grounded for a week. Waffle House got me let grounded me you, for a week. Let me tell you two things about Waffle House. Number one, I've never been anywhere but the Waffle House in Columbia, Missouri. Okay. I went to college. Number two, I've never been before... 10 p.m. or after Yeah, it's always between 10, 10 and 4. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, So that is number seven on the list of late I've night never food had breakfast at Waffle House. It's been like You've eaten breakfast. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number six. Derek is a proponent of number six. The Jack in the Box Munchie yes. Meal. The Munchie Meal. Yeah, yeah. Fun. I did it on Tuesday when I got home from uh, going and watching another podcast record. Nice. This is awesome. You, you know, know what I had? I had a Taco Bell box after, the other day. No, I don't, I don't like Taco Bell. Okay, I didn't have it though. <laughs> Good. I'm sorry, I'm just not. Number about. five. Anything that you do with ramen. Ramen, 
late night. He's gonna say ramen with chicken nuggets in it. <laughs> ramen oh, man. with chicken nuggets <laughs> and sriracha. It's sriracha. Sriracha. Grenada. Anything that you Somalian can put Somalian pirate. You can put a little bit of chicken in there. Yeah. You could. That's okay, but munchy meal's way higher. All right. First of all, first of all. That's true. It is a little bit of effort. Where do you get these chicken nuggets? The frozen chicken nuggets in your freezer. McDonald's. What do you microwave first? The chicken nuggets or the ramen? Uh, the oven. No, you no, you, you you use the oven and you boil water. Yeah, no, that's not happening when I'm hammered. When I'm on a good when I'm on a good, when I'm on a good whiskey binge, I'm not turning any fire on. Alright, how about number when four? Matt, when Matt's eating ramen at that state, he's just eating it. It's like he just it's like a granola bar. <laughs> it's like a it's like one of those rice crispy. Yeah. What are those yeah. things called? Rice crispy treats. Not no, rice crispy rice, cr- rice cakes. Rice cakes. Yeah. He's eating Quaker like a Oats rice, rice cakes. Cake. Sponsored by Quaker Oats. Number four. No, but if you eat that and then you just put the seasoning in your beer. And then <laughs> oh you my just drink okay. the, yeah. Gross. Number four, bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. No matter how you get it, in a tortilla. Just on a plate, bacon and eggs. Yeah, man, you're doing a little too much work here. Number three. <laughs> Number three, chips and queso or salsa or guacamole. Great late night food. Too high. Mm. Way too high there. Absolutely Switch. great. Switch that, that over Waffle House. Switch and that and pizza, yeah. And munchy meals. Number two. Here's where Waterburger... Dude, the munchie meal is made for people who are high after 9 o'clock. They but, call it but there's a no experience meal. with that. It's just you by yourself. Oh, there's an experience, bro. Number two, bacon and cheese Whataburger meal. Bacon and cheese Whataburger meal. Bacon and cheese? Bacon and eggs? No, 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 no taquitos. Bacon and cheese Whataburger, the burger meal. Whoa. Like a number five. Yeah. Just, why, can't, why can't it just be number two? Why can't it just be Whataburger in general? It is Whataburger in general, but really that is. specifically. Right. A good cheeseburger with a little bit of bacon on you, put a little jalapeno. Have you had the sweet and spicy bacon? Yeah, I didn't like it. I was not a fan. Yeah, of it. What do you? You know what I am a big fan of it. Whataburger. Honey butter chicken. Biscuit. Everything else. Yeah, it's good. Whataburger late night number my two. Joint, my joint is the. Uh, uh, Breakfast on a bun? With a smokehouse burger. Oh, the uh, the the, uh, the cheddar. Yeah. Cheddar. What smokehouse is Smokehouse cheddar burger. Yeah. 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 Yep. That, yep. that yep. is the best. The patty, That's the goat. The patty mouth is not the bad. Goat. Patty mouth is not bad. The patty mouth is not bad because the, they got that same sauce. But here's the one. Sauces, this is that's Ryan. This is Ryan Graham and I's favorite. Honey butter no. chicken. Honey biscuit. barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Oh, that's that's my shit. Yeah. This is a vulgar podcast tonight. Yeah, and number one. It said the T's and A's. Number one. Number one, number one. I know Derek's a proponent of this. Cheese. Any kind of cheese. Slices of cheese, blocks of cheese, grated cheese, shredded cheese, cheese. Go in there, grab a block of cheese out of your fridge. Just take a damn bite out of it before you go to bed. You know bed. one of my favorites is? And, and it goes along with this cheese. It's got a whole Baxter's wheel of cheese. How much cheese is too much cheese? No, you can never have too much cheese. Until you just stop shitting together altogether. It's true. In there. <laughs> Nailed it. We've all been there. Uh, my fa- one of my favorites is drunk nachos. Okay. Where you just come home and you put like 
whatever sandwich meat or leftover like, meat you have. Barrels. Yeah, and then you put like craft singles down. And then like a, just a handful of shredded cheese. About the Will Ferrell like uh, Step Brothers like opening scene. Yeah, just a, yeah, so, something like that. But you just do that and you sit them in the microwave for way too long until like they just come out as one big nacho, and you just fold it and have all, all the cheese. It's a, it's a nacho quesadilla at that point. You just go to town on it. It's great. Pretty good powering. Uh, you know, there's some disagreements, but... A lot of, a lot of disagreements, but you know what? You did fine. Thank you. It was a good first effort. You good really had us going there. I, I could have sworn Waterbury would have going to be number one. Number two. Sorry. Anything Ten, cheese... Two. Anything cheese-related has to be number one. Yeah. All right, that's... What about ice cream? Yeah, you never had any dessert in there. Nah, because you, you need a little something greasy late at night. Uh, I like cookies. Oh, I want to order cookies. I did that earlier. It's All 11 right. o'clock, though. Coming, coming up next on the Upper Deckers podcast, we are going to sit down with Mitch Moreland of your Texas Rangers. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast on the Upper Deckers podcast. Brown skin girl on the other side of the room. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers podcast. I'm Drew here with... Mitch Moreland of your Texas Rangers. Awesome. Good to have you here, Mitch. Yeah, hey, y'all. How are you doing today? Man, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, just glad to be here. And you guys just finished up with, uh, I believe, the Twins. Yeah. Got good yep. wins this afternoon. Yeah, big win for us. You guys actually pulled up. Yeah, I got four hits today, yeah. which was real I good. Yeah. You, you were, uh, it's a you queer. the triple. Ah, man. I can't run like that no more. But, uh... Like yeah, Delino? Four ship, man. I don't, you know, I'm not a big Delino fan. Just never really liked him. Why is that? Why is that? I just, you know, he just he talks funny and stuff. He's just kind of, kind of a dick. But, uh. Well, he seems like a nice guy to me. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's uh, he's no Colby Lewis, you know? Right? That's true. One's a pitcher and but, one's an outfit. Yeah, 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 yeah. If that's the only difference you see, yeah. But, uh, you know, being from Mississippi. Colby's a little older, so yeah. Yeah, he's a little older. Yeah, and wiser. He's a lot smarter, man. Yeah. 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 He, uh, yeah, yeah. And his hair and stuff. So let me, let me talk to you about uh, a new acquisition by the, by the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Mike Napoli is back with the team. Oh, uh, love Big Nap. Absolutely. So far, yeah, so far you've been kind of platooning with Prince Fielder. Maybe uh-huh. Napoli gets into the mix now. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping Napoli can just take over uh, what Prince has done. Because, I mean, nobody's got that many tattoos. And it's just, I don't know, it just seems so... Sorry to interrupt here, but you're a proponent of giving Prince Fielder less at-bats? Yeah, I don't... Man, I'm not a big fan of Prince. You know he's like an MVP candidate, right? Yeah, yeah, but I've got more home runs than he does. I'm catching him in the RBIs. And and honestly, the guy can't play first base to save his life. Now, that's true. Everybody says, well, all these people say... Oh, they're athletes. They're all athletes, right? They're all Who's the they? best athletes. Uh, just Prince Fielders, first baseman. Yeah, right-handed first baseman. But they're athletes. They can they do anything. But 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 uh, I'm just not a big fan. I don't I don't I don't see it. So you'd rather have the guy who's hitting like 220 and the guy who's hitting well, 320. Well, well, he's just now he's comfortable. Now he's back in a place he can be real comfortable. 
and uh, we we see a steady a steady uh, uh, we see a lot of lefties. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just don't think Prince can hit anything. Our uh, lefties that well. I don't know that that's correct. Uh, I mean, you know, that's fine. We can agree to disagree, but you know, being a good old boy from Mississippi like I am, uh, you know, I guess I see it differently in the clubhouse. So who do you kind of hang out with on the TV? You know, you and Sinshu going out, or you and uh, Beltray hanging out? Uh, you know, I never really, never really got too close to that Shinsu guy. <laughs> it just sounds like a big wet sneeze to me. But uh, it's it's, uh, it, it's kind of weird trying to talk to somebody English ain't their first language, and so it's just weird. And uh, I don't like I don't know where to look when I'm talking to him because I can't. I don't know. Yeah, because I'm a lot taller than he is. He's real short. They're all real short. Who's who's they? Outfielders. Oh, and uh, Delino is short. Also real short and just real. I mean, drives this big car. Josh. Josh Hambone. Yeah. Oh man, love me some Hambone, man. But he's he's an outfielder. Yeah, real short guy though. Is he? No, I mean, but he's a left fielder. He's left fielder. Where is That's he different. right now? I thought you said he was coming. No, he'll be here in a minute. He'll be here in a minute. But, uh, you know, one of my favorite people is, uh, is Colby Lewis, like I said. Colby. Hang out with him, yeah. Hang out. I don't hang out with Chirinos. And it looks like we're friends, but that's only because I'm scared of his family. Why? Uh, it's just that they own a lot of uh, restaurants. And so I just don't want to get. Yeah, I'm scared of Chirinos too, man. Yeah. Hey, Josh, you can finally hey, made up, it, man. What's up, guys? Man, it's good to see it's you. It's good to be here, man. Josh just Hamilton, has, everyone. On the they're just talking to me about uh, up, Delano Deshields. Yeah, man, I don't. Delano's he's all right. I mean, but you know, I'm not my favorite Ranger. You know? Why? No, definitely not my favorite. Why is that? I uh, just because because Mitch is my favorite. So Delano. Oh can't. man, you're I good mean, guy. That's just, come on, dude. You can't only. Tell me, There's tell only me. a handful of dudes. You can only have like. one favorite, man. Yeah. There's only a few dudes that we just don't like. There's Delano, uh-huh. uh, Elvis, uh-huh. Adrian, uh-huh. Uh, Prince. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Sam Freeman oh, guy. Oh no, I don't like Freeman. He went to Hebron. Uh, that's really about it. There's only about five of them. Yeah. Okay, so, so. How does this play in the, in the clubhouse then with you guys not liking the black players? Uh, they're not. That's not what we're doing, dude. Well, Elvis from Venezuela. Yeah, man. And Prince is from Detroit. Yeah, that's, he's not black, dude. He's from Detroit. Eminem's from Detroit. Yeah, dude, he white. I'm confused. I know, man. Me too. I just want to. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Hey, your beard's real on point today. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, real nice. I mean, no one's ever on much point as Mitch, though. Oh, Mitch, man. You see Mitch in that beard? <laughs> Mitch's beard game, always on point. Dude. Always, man. My daddy told me, back, cause back in Mississippi, uh, Papa, Mi- Papa Mitch told me. Mitch uses that straight razor. Yep. He would never let Delano yep. use it. Never let Delano come in no, with straight razor. No, he would never let Delano use his face. He has to use a different sink. Yeah, no, Rugnet Odor, that's door. He, he don't trust him to use yeah. that straight razor. I don't trust Rugnet coming back at me with no straight razor. Yeah, he's got yeah. shaky hands. <laughs> Real shaky. Second baseman all, dude. Yeah. Look at Chuck Nyblock. Greatest second baseman all time. Is that right? I mean, just look at his career. All right. Just, just look at it. <laughs> well, I don't like Beltre because I don't trust no man who can't touch his head. Why Look, I'm touching Josh's head right now. Yeah, with like curly it. locks. You're, you're not, you're you're not, not Sherlock's, dude? Your hand is no, under man, the table. You know you can't go Sherlock. 
No, no, no. It's this, uh, this new uh, book reading club I'm in. Oh, it's like, read, the, like the dinner party? We read those great illustrated classic books, but with oh. Sherlock's, you know, every other page is a picture, because I like, I like the pictures. Them, yeah. okay, Mainly because I, I, I color. My favorite, book, them, my favorite book series is Highlights. Yeah, that's good. Well, I like when you got to find the stuff. Yeah. I'm not good at it, but I like it. <laughs> Did you just say that your hand was on his head? I'm pretty sure your hand is under the table. Well, um... The head, yeah. The, the, the I guess the head. A head. Scrotus said we could do it. It is Scrotus did say that. That about does it for us in this interview with Mitch Moreland and Josh Hamilton. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, man. What's up? Yeah. Hey, I really enjoyed being on this podcast. What's the name of this podcast? It's it's called the Upper Deckers Podcast. Oh. Where's this going to air? Is this a BET thing? Yes. I'm not watching I can't. Man. you got to have to cut this. I can't. I don't get that channel. Okay. Well, we will. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, go Rangers, man. huh? Yeah, dude. I love the Rangers. Coming up next on the Everdeckers podcast, speaking of Rangers, we're going to discuss the Rangers' recent moves and their push towards the playoffs. Great job. Keep it right here. Great job. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers Podcast. It's time to talk local story, and our local story this time around is about the Texas Rangers. Hey, how big was that? We got Josh and Mitch Moreland on the show. I think Mitch is a little racist. Yes, a little, slightly. I didn't realize that. I, I thought, you know. I mean, he's from Mississippi. It's not that surprising. but right. I didn't realize how much of a racist Josh was, though. I don't know if he's as much racist. He's just kind of like, yeah, he was just like, ah, whatever Mitch says. He's know. got a yeah, big dumb face. He's one of those who's just so dumb that he just repeats what you say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk Rangers. So, big acquisition since we talked last. Actually, a couple. Uh, brought in perennial, I guess. Bobby Wilson. Yeah, big Bobby Wilson. Uh, brought in a... Did we get in- Strasburg? No, he's been a Ranger Rangers product. Strasburg. Strasburger. But uh, uh, brought in, in my opinion, perennial Cy Cy Young. Like, just, I think the guy's always in contention for winning something. Uh, Cole Hamill. No hitter already. Cole Hamill. Pitch no hitter. He's only the second player since Burt Blylevin to pitch a no hitter and pitch his next game in a separate uniform. Interesting. Is that the guy yeah. whose who's boyfriend's name is Ernie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Ernie and Bert Blylevin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then, uh, you know, a week later, they end up getting Mike Napoli back uh, in the same way that they got Josh Hamilton back with just cash and, uh, you know, a no-name player. So um, bringing the old gang back together, maybe we'll get Ian Kinsler, get the juice stick back, and hopefully be able to – Walk no. hard and carry a big stick. We're not going to get the guys who are still playing well. Man. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Can't have Cruz uh, either. Can't have Nelly Cruz. But, uh, you know, I think the Rangers are on. I think they're going to give it a shot this year in 2015. They're only, even with today's win. I believe they're three back, right? Three back in the second wild card and five and a half back in the division. I think There's the division a lot of is baseball. more attainable, though. Yeah, I don't know about that because you got two teams in front of you for that. But you're playing those teams an awful lot. Correct. And we have a horrible division record. So hopefully we can get hot. Yeah. Uh, but I think they'll make a run. I don't know that they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll make a, a deep run. Uh, I do think uh, 2016 through 2018 now look 
uh, a lot more stable with the addition of Cole Hamilton. Yeah, because the, the guy has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy, and, and, and he's on his comeback trail. And it was sad to see Matt Harrison go. It really was. Uh, but honestly, it's they're going to pay him. It's been it's been three years since he's done anything. Four years, really. Right. And so it's just you know, uh, you know, if you look at it, Elvis Andrews is the last of that 2007 trade that sent Mark Teixeira to Atlanta. Elvis is the last one, and and we gave Elvis a lot of crap earlier in the year for that big contract and hadn't been backing it up. And he's played over the last since the All Star break. Uh, he's actually played really well. He really has. Uh, he's been hitting. Uh, he's been fielding well. Uh, he's been captaining that infield. He had a home run on Tuesday. He's been Big doing what he should be doing. He absolutely, yeah, true. absolutely. And, and Beltre's not healthy, and he's not going to be able to hit very much. He's just not. His, that thumb's not good. Uh, Rugnet Odor has just been tearing now it that's up. That's a guy who went down to the minors. <laughs> Came he back. Got his head right with the ball. Yeah, Chu's been. I know Shinsu Chu's is just a waste of money, but. He's been hitting well since the All-Star break. Hit for the cycle in Colorado. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that mixed with Delano DeShields being able to get on base, as much as Mitch doesn't like him, uh, being able to get on base and, and run the bases. Uh, Prince Fielder's still hitting the hell out of the ball. Uh, and the key is if they can get Derek Collin back here relatively soon, Cole Hamels can actually get his head to get head right. Yeah, I think it's just new people. I had Martin Perez keeps doing what he's been doing. I mean, we've got a nice three-man rotation that could push. And Gallardo's not bad. Gallardo's pitching well. Yeah. And Colby Lewis is second in the league in wins. I mean, they've got to get hot though. They got to get yeah. a win streak like but, the but, Blue Jays have. Yeah. Well, you know what was... though? The thing is, is that whatever happens this year, I think all of the moves were set up. For next for year, next year, absolutely. With with the thought that we can continue to try real hard this year, you don't have to sell off. You can be a buyer, but not really be buying oh, for this for sure, year for sure. because I, we have think, control of those guys. And I think uh, John Daniels actually kind of changed the way general managers are going to look at the trade deadline now. Yep. Because everybody looks at it as let's rent a player and let's go the let's go the distance. Well, there's no no higher value, or I guess no. GMs have a, a, a better chance of trading a high-value player uh, at the trade deadline because you're going to get what you think is the most out of them. If the Rangers went after Cole Hamels in the offseason, they would have had to give away a lot more. Uh-huh. And I think John Daniels kind of stole that uh, from the Phillies. And the Phillies think they got a great deal out of it. It's all a bunch of guys with potential. They might have. They, they might, might not. They might have stolen this deal. But if the Rangers get a World Series berth or, or you know, God forbid, a win, uh, World Series victory. I mean, uh, you know, you got to say as a Rangers I mean, fan, yeah, there that, are, that's a win automatically. There are trades that work out well for both sides. I'm not saying this is going to be one, but it could be. You it's know what? Maybe Matt Harrison comes back and helps the Phillies rebuild. Yeah. You know, maybe those young guys that we sent over there can, you know, be a part of that rebuilding process, and that'd be great. But the Rangers don't have to rebuild, so they don't have to go with those young guys yet. And I think they can. They have a better chance of sticking out over the next few years, rebuilding the farm system. And getting back and a to lot of, a lot of those guys they traded though were guys who were kind of uh, redundant at their yeah. position. Like they traded away a couple of out, an outfielder. Nick Williams. They have a lot of outfielders right now that they can't bring up all of them. And we got no more. Uh, what's his name? No more Mazzara. Yeah, and that's the guy. I mean, it was Mazzara or Williams. Well, yeah. they kept the guy they think is better. Now they could end up being wrong there. Sure, I mean, you, you run neither, in there. They weren't both going to come up here and play. What is a prospect? A player just a who prospect. might be good. Yeah. 
No and, matter and how look at highly it, touted they are, they are a player who think, might be I think the only player. time I've complained about a Rangers trade where they gave up a prospect, and <laughs> I've already forgotten the guy's name, but it's when they traded for Matt Garza. What was that guy's name? The pitcher, Justin Grimm. No, I thought they gave it like a first or third baseman, maybe. But it doesn't matter. My whole, my only thing, the only reason I didn't like it is because I didn't like Matt Garza. It had nothing to do with giving up the prospect. Right. Which, this is how you're supposed to use prospects, like you said, to get you proven players well, look at these, like Cole Hamels. Look at these but players that I, were... I think the only thing I didn't like about that trade is you could have gotten better with what that guy was at the time yeah. than Matt Garza. Right. But they used all of these assets perfectly and got a guy who's a top 10 pitcher in the league. Yeah. Well, and, and look at, you look at it, too... Uh, all these people that we're trading and all this stuff that we're doing, Justin Smoke was a highly touted first baseman. Everybody wanted him. We gave him up. He hasn't done anything. Right? Yeah, but I can argue that's bad news for the Rangers. <laughs> if Why? you keep trading away prospects that don't pan out, then no one's going to want to trade But is it, is it the Rangers' fault that they're not panning out? I don't I, know, but perception is reality. Absolutely it is. But the Rangers also gave John Mayberry Jr. to the Phillies years back. True. Right? John Mayberry turned out to be a decent player for him, but the Phillies messed up with him. All right? And then look at the first basemen in the league that are Rangers prospects. Adrian Gonzalez. You had Travis Hafner for a little while. You had, well, I guess he's not really in the league Tex. anymore. You had Mark Teixeira. You got Justin Smoke. Uh, you have um, Chris Davis. All these, bitch. all these guys. Mitch Moreland. You've got, uh, uh, who was the other guy that played for... Uh, who, who cares? But that's plenty. But yeah. all these guys were highly touted, and the Rangers said, okay, well, let's we'll trade them. Carlos Pena, Ranger. That about does it for us. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to Audrey for sitting in on this podcast Ooh. very patiently. Uh, a big thank you to the music that's going on while we're talking here at uh, the Glass Tapper. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to thank. Matt and Derek, I want to remind everybody to uh, keep an eye out for some upcoming. We haven't really come up with a great name yet, but mini top shelf, top shelf content, mini pods, top shelf I content, like primo pod. mini pods, primo pods, primo pods, top these offshoot pod. pods. And what we'll do is, as we do one, we'll explain the concept kind of as we go. But we're going to be bringing in outside people and outside ideas that we don't really have time to cover in the main podcast. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, follow us on Twitter at UpperDeckersPod. Email us, UpperDeckersPod at gmail.com. Password? That's about it for us. We'll try to do better the next time. Until then, thanks, boys. I love you. I love you more.